0: Welcome to the Failed Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Today we have a pretty good episode. The A7E Podcast from Edinburgh, Texas invited me to be their guest. And Adrian and me had a great conversation. And I hope you enjoy the episode. Here it is.
1: All right. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the A7E Podcast. This is your host, Jigadren, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. This is episode 31. This is the first of its kind. And what I mean by that is we are doing this via stream. This is the first time that I do this. Uh, I think it's going to be a great opportunity for me to uh, be able to reach out and network with other people who aren't local and aren't able to come in. And today, we got uh, today, we got a very special guest. And I say special because it's somebody, honestly, that I haven't met in person before. Um, but I'm super excited to have a conversation with, um, his name is, uh, Sam Esquivel, the host of the failed podcast. Um, I think it's going to be a phenomenal conversation today, Sam. Thank you so much for coming on.
0: You forgot my last name, the man. So it's Sam, oh, the man,
1: Sam, the man, I got you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank, you for,
0: thank you for having me on. Yes, I am the host of the Feld podcast all the way from Fort Worth, Texas. And I'm so happy to be here with you on, on your podcast.
1: Yeah, man. Uh, honestly, I think it's uh, so. Remind me how it went. Was was I the one that reached out to you about yeah. yeah about your setup?
0: Yeah, I believe so. I I forgot what post I put so many things up on social that I forget yeah. what you know what bait catches you know yeah, someone's yeah, yeah. attention. And then I had reached out to you and we uh, we talked on the phone a little bit and you know I just got good vibes from you, man. I've been watching all of your episodes um, and I like what you're doing, man. Yeah, you got my support.
1: I appreciate you, and that's kind of essentially the same vibe that I got from you as well. Um, I was able to watch some of your episodes as well, and you uh, know it's really good. It's uh, I love the way that you know you have your conversations. I I do like to think that you know the things that we speak about are similar, but obviously everybody has their own um, style and whatnot. And uh, I really like yours and the way you do it. And you, but. Man. I do remember what it was that caught my attention specifically, and it was your setup that you have there in person. Like oh, yeah. it was like a quick little like video of uh like your audio recorder, your microphones, and like just the your couch, I believe, how your where your guests yeah. sit. And I was like, wow, you know, like that's essentially the type of setup that I would like. Mine's a little bit different, but uh yeah, man, I always thought that it was a, a good setup that you got there.
0: Appreciate it, man. Yeah, it took a lot of time and effort. I've been I think i've been going at this since like 2016 or 17 Mm -hmm. i've produced other podcasts tried and i've been i worked on other projects and bought a ton of equipment you know stuff is like catching dust in a drawer and i finally (laughs) i i've I've ended up here after a long journey and so i appreciate you you know noticing that thank you
1: yeah so it's um so you mentioned that you know you had some things you know catching dust in a drawer and yeah that's kind of what happened to me at one point so i knew that. When I first got my equipment, I mean, I did the intro. I think I did one episode with a friend, and then literally after that, like I stopped. I like yeah. I had got the microphones, the the uh, uh, what is it called the the arm that comes for the oh, mic, the boom arms, exactly oh, the yeah, boom arms. The I got everything, stand. yeah. And yeah. then uh, so then I paused, and then I was like, man, you know what? Maybe this is dumb, right? So we start letting that, you know, that the, the doubt kind of creep in, and we we think mm. we realize that the picture that we had in our mind isn't the one that's actually happened when you start out with things so then you kind of get discouraged and so i stopped doing that and i took like a uh you know a year and a half break when i moved to austin um yeah so i was uh coaching soccer and then during this the during the whole you know uh thing that went on with you know everything that was going on where everything shut down for a year year and a half the biggest mistake and i I say every other day i massively regret not taking that time to produce more content you know That's at the true. bare minimum do uh, episodes like this where I could have spoken to so many people who actually had time you know yeah um, so yeah so uh yeah I definitely get what you mean in regards to you know uh, you know letting things sit for too long so what got you going right so what got you going finally you mentioned you produce other episodes other from for other podcasts yeah. why why you why did you decide you why the failed podcast?
0: well how i started podcasting or the felt podcast
1: well let's go with podcasting first and then you can kind of ease into the Podcast. yeah yeah
0: so so podcasting you know like i said i've been doing it for a long time and i just love communicating and i grew up and and you know the school system kind of put a mark on me and said you know this this guy's his language his second language is english Mm -hmm. and i struggled in school i struggled with reading and writing and so communicating for me, it was never going to happen. Like I used it just to get, you know, out of trouble and stuff and yeah. kind of just to be smooth. And, and then as I grew up, I started, you know, I served as a youth pastor for many years. And so I started to write and I had to communicate, you know, 30, 45 minute lessons, mm. multiple times a month, you know, four to eight times a month, depending on what was what the month was like. And so that took a lot of, of, of learning and it built my confidence up. So I, I realized that I could communicate. And then, and then they were young kids and I could keep their attention. So I said, mm. well, I, I guess I'm kind of good at it because it's not so easy, you know, because I was like a long format type teacher. Yeah. And I continued to develop and figuring out what my voice was going to be, feeling comfortable with the way that I think and then the way that I talk, you know? And my mom was in radio forever. She was like one of the first, she worked for one of the first Christian stations around the Dallas-Fort Worth area, Really, a long time ago, Spanish station. And so I saw radio and I, you know, I saw my mom do her thing. And then at some point I just said, you know what? I feel like I have something to say. I want to help people. I want to help the community. And the uh, podcasting was, um, I mean, it wasn't the beginning stages around 2016, 17, but I caught wind of it and it was a lot harder back then. You know, there was these, you know, other programs. Now it's super easy. And so that's how I got started. And so I started with a few other podcasts, tried some host stuff, co-host things and, but I just didn't stop. And then the last thing that I did was I had, I have a nonprofit and it's, it's about leadership. So I was doing that for a few years and then COVID happened i got sick i didn't work and i just had some failures man like it was just bad dude. i was like struggling with some stuff and then i was talking to my wife and i said man i'm getting pretty good at failing <laughs> and i had to re- <laughs> i had to rebrand re- my podcast that was like positive leadership stuff i was like i, I don't qualify for that anymore i, uh-huh. need, to- I need to you know uh, change it up and we came up uh with the felt podcast I, th- I said that fits well i, I need to own what I'm going through, but I also need to figure out how it can be like something positive as well to put out into the community.
1: Yeah, no, that makes total sense. Um, you know, I can definitely see where whenever you, you have an intention to do well, an intention to have a positive impact, but you know, the, you know, currently through the journey, wherever you might be at you, maybe you lack certain skills or certain, uh, impact effectiveness, and you kind of just, felt like you weren't good enough right so you kind of felt you know yeah you felt like hey let me change my whole name of the podcast but i like the fact that you were able to change the name of your podcast to what from the outside in can seem like a negative you know terminology failed podcast right but at the end of it you know your whole purpose you know it remains the same was to make a positive impact right so yeah
0: challenges and failures and just bringing out what 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 did you learn from it like I'm tired of it just like people failing, and then that's it. That's all that the world sees and hears, and I know that there's just more depth, man, and we grow and we become wiser and stronger through our failures, and so that's kind of what I'm doing here with the Felt Podcast.
1: Yeah, and you're completely right. Uh, I think one mistake that a lot of people make is they don't take advantage, and I say this like that, like advantage of the failures that they go through of mm. the hardships of difficulties. And what I mean by advantage is they really don't dig in to take in, you know, to take out as much as they can from it. They let life happen to them, they let things happen to them. And then they essentially just wait around for something better to happen. Right. Mm. They really don't take their moments or difficulties as a lesson or how or what can they learn from it? You know, uh, and to be able to use that moving forward. I agree. Yeah. So for you, you know, how did getting into the failed podcast, right? How have you been able to kind of use the failed podcast name and use it for a positive, you know, connection, positive impact for the most part?
0: Well, it, it's funny because every time I talk to people about it, I'm like, I can't, you know, they they look at the word fail and they're like, dude, you know, you got to be more positive. Why yeah. don't you, you know, give a positive? I said, no, no, no. I'm trying to flip this thing on his head, man. I'm trying to show people that, if we are more public and more open and understanding about how we felt and why we fail, I think that it changes the way that people chase their dreams, right? Yeah. The way that people are able to get back up. And I think groups, even as friends, you can help one another out whenever you're honest with each other. And so I always felt like, dude, I have some friends, they're doing so good. I've never heard nothing negative, no failure stories, And I really don't feel like I can approach them whenever Mm. I'm going through something, because when you start talking failure, guess what? That connects all of us, bro. But but like success, different money levels and jobs that separates people. But when you start talking about failure, boy, that's the bottom. And that's where we all started. And I think that that's a great way to just start conversations with people and let them know, hey, I'm reaching out. But I'm reaching out by sharing this story as opposed to just saying, yo, man, I need help. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? You just share your story of failure. And then usually most people get the cues and and they know how to help. You know, they know. I think we lost someone. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I can't hear you.
1: Oh, you can't hear me?
0: Give me a second.
1: No problem. give Give me a second. Yeah, yeah. All right, guys, we've got some technical difficulties going on. So remember, this is the first time uh, that we do it via stream. Uh, So my friend and and guest Sam from the Fell Podcast, he's doing his best to also be able to record the audio. Uh, That way he can have it on his end. So kind of. Dude. Yeah.
0: I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming.
1: Can you hear me? All right. So still not back yet. But. Uh, so he's doing, you know, taking advantage of, of this episode to be able to record it, um, and have it for himself, you know, and for, for
0: his, uh, um... right, man, you there? Yeah. Can you hear me? Are you recording audio on your end?
1: Yes. Everything Perfect. that, uh, yeah. I might have,
0: have you send me the audio, but yeah, I just lost it. Okay. I'm back. Nope. No My worries. So, no worries. That's, so that's
1: a fail. That's a yeah. fail, bro.
0: And that's <laughs> what the show's about. I don't worry about failures no more. When they happen, yeah. I own them. I throw them out there, whatever. That's not going to happen again. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what I was doing, whenever, you know, you were kind of uh, trying to fix it, I was just letting everybody know that um, on your end, you're hoping to also record the episode and kind of use that for you. Um, That's something that we talked about. Um, But yeah, man. So you were saying, if you remember uh, what you were saying before, you know, our technical difficulties.
0: um, Yeah. So that's how I look at failure, man. I think it's I think it's an avenue to open conversation and for for people not to feel so lonely in their failure because they hear the, pe- the people around them sharing it and talking about it. And that kind of gives people permission to be a little more open about what they're going through.
1: Yeah. So, and I completely agree with you. And I think that's something that we don't do enough. Realistically, mm-hmm. we don't do enough. Um, a lot of the times then, and, and I kind of briefly mentioned this before on my podcast, you know, about the social media highlights of other people's lives mm-hmm. and the thing that they're doing. And sometimes we let ourselves. Uh, compare ourselves to them and realize that our current situation doesn't look as good, right? So then we tend to feel like a failure. We feel bad. uh, And then Mm -hmm. we get into a a situation that becomes negative. But so what I've been able to do on my podcast with some of the guests that we have is I like to be completely transparent. And because you're 100% right, we don't speak enough about situations that are actually relatable to the majority of the people that might be listening or anyone out there. Right. So I like to tell everybody, you know, that I just started podcasting that uh, some things that I might not do or some things that I do might not sound well. I'm not even sure. Uh, this is where I am in my journey. I'm learning as I go. But, you know, it's not just whenever you take on like a hobby or for in this for this case, a podcast is in reality, it's anything that you do, yeah. especially it because at the end of the day, not everybody starts out with a 100 percent knowledge of whatever it is they're trying to do. So failure is a liter- literally inevitable. Like you absolutely have to. So the fact that we don't speak about it enough, you know, kind of gives us the opportunity to actually bring it to the surface and let people realize, you know, okay, you know what, maybe, you know, wherever they are right now, is in a better spot than me. And they talk about all the failures they went through. So maybe it's just a matter of how many times I'm going to fail before I get to a better, a better position
0: yeah and, and that's the other thing guys like if you're listening man don't get it twisted you can't fail and make the same mistake because you know you're kind of stuck on dumb yeah <laughs> it's failing and then learning right and there's there's a certain point in in our journey that where we've had the right type of failures that if you just shared it with someone that's maybe a little younger or starting off you can really leapfrog them ahead by so much And I think at the end of the day, that's kind of what we wanna accomplish. We wanna help people know what some failures are and maybe bypass some of them so that they can reach success or whatever, you know, influence, whatever they wanna do a little bit quicker than maybe I did. But if I don't share it, that ain't gonna happen. I'm just gonna be, in other words, I'm just gonna be sitting there watching them fail, almost like getting pleasure out of it. And I don't like that. That's why why we should be open about
1: it. Yeah, and and I know it's useful, you know, I know it's useful for the listeners because I've already, you know, I've had people reach out to me and be like, you know, hey, I really appreciate that episode because when you spoke about this, you know, it made total sense. Mm -hmm. It's a breath of fresh air to know that, you know, maybe things aren't always, you know, success, really, really, really. And this is a massive misconception that I had growing up. And I would see these, you know, social media highlights like you would never see anybody make a mistake. And it was just like for their like success trajectory. It was just always up. It was like, dude, either this guy is the most luckiest person in the world or what's going on. Right. But then as I started going on, I realized that it's not that, you know, their trajectory was always up. It's just that that's always what they
0: showed you. Right. Yeah, dude. Like you can't let like. The, okay, let's just say your goal is to be super successful and or to be super influential with a lot of people. Yeah. If those are your only goals, when you fail, dude, it, it ain't gonna work, man. I think that your fuel needs to be passion. Mm-hmm. I think your fuel needs to be like internal. Like you need to know why you're doing something. And when you know that wholeheartedly, you can make some pretty big mistakes, take on, you know, yeah. make some pretty embarrassing mistakes, but you're gonna say, you know what? I do this because it defines me and it's because of who I am. And that kind of helps you take the next step as opposed to staying down whenever like a challenge or a fail happens.
1: Correct. Now, let me ask you this. What what are some things that, you know, maybe people can do or have you ever had a situation, which I'm sure you have being the host of the fail podcast where you kind of just felt like stuck, right? Like where you felt literally stuck where it's like you had no thought process of Mm -hmm. where to go next or what to do and you for a second or for a moment you felt that wherever you are that that's where you would remain for the rest of the time
0: dude i've been i've been there and it's crazy so i was just talking about it recently and so I had a moment where I had that and, and I just I wasn't thinking about the future. I couldn't get my my mind around creativity or what mm. I was going to do next. So I felt really, really stuck. And I didn't know everything I had learned up to now and all the equipment. It just seemed like, dude, this is it's not going to serve any purpose. <laughs> but what helped me in that time, you see, the podcast is so important to me and and I'm passionate about it and I want to grow it just like all of us, fellow podcasters. But at the end of the day, my talent per se, you know, is to communicate and to bring something positive out into the world. And I, and I know through other experiences and people that I communicate with and organizations I work with, I don't need a podcast to do that. So Mm -hmm. this isn't my only avenue to be a, uh like to be a positive role model to people. Now if it was and then I found myself in that position, I think it would it would hit me mm, extra hard. It that's is, what you're saying. It is difficult, but it doesn't stop in in here. This is just I mean, uh, you know, this is just the way to kind of reach the world, you know, I know the world's big, but just to reach out beyond the people that I'm close to, but I fulfill my talents and gifts on a personal level with friends and community and and such so that that doesn't happen. So I just, you know, so in other words, I don't want to just be juggling one yeah. ball. It just seems silly. So I got, you know, I got, I, I find another avenue to stretch my muscle.
1: Man, that's a really good point that you make. And w- while you were saying that, I was imagining, you know, people with certain talents, right? In this case, it doesn't have to be about speaking, communicating, uh, you know, making an impact, but maybe more of those silent talents, like hmm. are, you know, th- those type of. So, but I like the fact that you stated with your talents that you have, you don't just, you know, kind of focus it, it through one avenue, right? Like finding a creative opportunity to use your current talents for different avenues. So maybe when you get stuck on one, you don't feel, um, you know, for lack of better words, like worthless or lost or stuck because you can use those same exact talents for also another avenue that you were currently on. And maybe one of the avenues that you're on, where you get stuck, another one's going to make you feel so good and open up more creativity. Uh, creativity where you can come back to the one you were stuck on, and then get back on your
0: high horse and get going. There you go. I, I think about like think about like an NFL receiver, and all he's ever done is catch a ball. He knows how to run routes. He knows how to communicate with his coach, and that's it. So he's running, catching. He's amazing. And then one day he like breaks his leg. Right. And you think, dude, like that's a hard place for him to be. But what you normally see in life is that guy will end up finding he'll find coaching as an avenue to exercise his gifts and talents. And now he's going to be able to pass that on by teaching other people on how to do what he did. And that's what that's what gives him that extra bump so that they're not just stuck on that fail. And so don't don't be so one dimensional. That would be my advice for people. Don't be one dimensional. Figure out what you do and how else it can kind of be a positive thing for the world, not just one way. Because, boy, that thing breaks and it's going to be tough.
1: Yeah, I would have to agree with you uh, big time. Uh, You know, one thing that I try to also, um, you know, do for myself, right, is not I try to focus too much on just like staying busy. Right. Because one thing that I try to make sure that I don't get trapped in is being is, is, uh, you're being busy, being busy. Right. So it's like not just being busy with things that don't matter or aren't progressive. Mm -hmm. Like one thing that I always try to avoid. And it's like an analogy that I always think to myself is like, I never want to catch myself sprinting on a treadmill. Right. Because it's like, no matter how fast you go, you're still in the same spot. Mm -hmm. So I always try to make sure that, you know, whatever it is that I'm doing, even if it's small steps, right. With whatever I believe my talents are or my effectiveness can be, I want to at least just take one more step, you know, further than where I was yesterday. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I definitely always want to make sure. And it's I think two days ago, I was, uh, I was up late, which is already... I hate staying up late, right? My sleep schedule to me is so important. And whenever I stay up late, I know that my next day is just going to be off. But I was sitting there stuck and I had one of those moments and I was thinking to myself, okay... Sure. I'm I'm farther than where I started, mm-hmm. but where I want to be I still have so long left to go.
0: Got it. Were you questioning the podcast or career or personal stuff? Honestly, it, it was
1: almost like everything and and together, but I I'd have to say the podcast the most because this is the one that I'm doing 110% by myself, right? Like and I mean by myself is like I'm having to, and I'm sure you can, you can relate. I'm having to record videos, edit, post, produce, communicate, reach out. And on top mm. of that, you know, I have a job where I work from, you know, eight 30 to five and then I'm trying to take care of my health. So I go to the gym and then, you know, I have a baby due in about two months. Mm. Yeah. So Your it's baby, like, son,
0: you feel, <laughs> you feel bad now? You better get. You better forget about that sleep schedule. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're practicing. You're exactly practicing right now. Yeah, for when the baby comes.
1: Yeah. So, I, and I was thinking to myself, <laughs> and so I was like, okay, so what? What am I doing here? Like, what is going on? And I do have the, uh, I don't know what you would call it, but uh, the, the the luck or the fortune to be able to be aware of that, like aware of that voice that really tries to. Uh, creep in and be like, well, you know what? Why don't you just stop doing that so you have more time for? But I'm like, okay, but I really want to do this because this is what I really want to be mine, right? Yeah. So it's like when I feel the absolute worst, which was a couple of days ago, I could have took another long break like I did before, the year and a half where I did absolutely nothing, right? Or I could take a step towards creativity. Yeah. Right. And whatever that may be setting up another podcast with you or someone to come in. I bought a microphone just to kind of get my my blood pumping towards that area. And then I know that once I take that step towards creativity, you know, I'll catch even if it's just a little bit of momentum to take another step.
0: Dude, I feel you, man. You know, I, I'm just going to venture out and I'm going to I'm going to say just the thought of becoming a father. Okay? Yeah, it will it will miss you up. like. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're, you're trying to plan for something that you have no idea about. No, Everyone that shares fatherhood with you, they're leaving a lot of stuff out. Yeah. But I'm gonna tell you, my man, it's a beautiful thing, yeah. but it requires sacrifice and yeah. nothing else matters. And the same way you're gonna work for that kid, man, you can work the same way for this podcast. you know. Mm. And here's what I think, when you start weighing things in life and you start weighing, weighing career, you start weighing like creative projects and so on, I always look at the trajectory and I say, okay, here's my job. Here's the max earner at my job. Let's say it's $75,000. That's my cap at my job. And then I look at the podcast and then I look at other, obviously, you know, Joe Rogan is at the top, you know, 250 million. I don't know. He got a ton of money, Mm -hmm. but the sky or the the glass ceiling for a a successful podcast is a lot higher. And so in essence, if you're going to have several eggs in your basket, the podcast is a good one. And I see your development. I see how you're communicating from the very first podcast that you did up to the last two or three that I've watched. You're a little more comfortable and you're yep. communicating and your thought like my, my thing whenever I was podcasting is to to, to narrow the gap between thinking and talking. Mm-hmm. And if that gap is the more narrow mm-hmm. you can get it, the better you're going to flow at podcasting. And so I can see that your gap is narrowing. And so I would just encourage you to work hard at your job, you know, do it with excellence, obviously, you know, but to, to not give up on this, man, I feel like you got something good. I feel like, I like your vibe, I like your character. I like where you come from, some of your, your past stories that you've shared mm-hmm. on this podcast. I think that's gonna add to who you're gonna become. And uh, and just, you know, let this be motivation. The ceiling for a successful podcast, it's pretty high. And, yeah. you, and you're riding your own ticket. And so if you take a break, you're the one that's gonna suffer. But if you push the gas, yes, exactly. you're also the one that's going to benefit. And so I would just say push the gas.
1: Yeah, man, I appreciate that so much, honestly. And I think that goes for anyone listening. It's like anyone who's trying to venture out into their own type of project or hobby, whatever it may be. I like what you just said right there towards the end. If you're the one who stops, you're the one that's going to suffer. But if you're the one that keeps going, you're the one that essentially, you know, reap the rewards of everything you're going through. So then. All right, cool. So let's let's get into the Felt podcast a little bit more. Right. So uh, tell me about maybe your first guest and how that was for you um, up until maybe now compared to your last guest. You know, how do you feel? Maybe you've you've always been you know, amazing at it. And if so, that's perfectly fine. But tell me about your experience of, you know, running essentially your business and your own podcast.
0: Yeah. So I'm 22 in for this, but I've done, you know, hundreds of episodes. I've produced two other uh, podcasts. I've, you know, I've helped people be creative and I've helped people like find their creative voice. And I've just done this for a long time. And so whenever I started episode one, I don't even remember who it was, but I think it was a friend of mine who recommended someone. He owns a bunch of gyms, you know, like fight like MMA type gyms around yeah. the area. And, and he said, reach out to him. He's a good guy. He's funny. I said, okay, well, you know, and I was starting off and I asked a few people and they kind of like, no, I don't really feel like it. So I, was, I got bummed out because I was coming out of failure to yeah. launch the Phil podcast. And this guy just said, yeah. And I didn't even know. Him. I said, dude, let's just make it happen. And we ended up having so much fun on the on the episode. And so, you know, when people support you, it helps you take the next step. And so I haven't had all the support that I need, just to mm-hmm. be honest. Like if people that are want to do a podcast, it's gonna be difficult because it's your podcast, not everyone else's. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I've struggled with that a little bit, but as far as like developing my episodes or how I interview it's just the way that I talk yeah I'm not I'm not sitting down and, and doing something completely out of myself um I've always talked with people I've always enjoyed storytelling and just the back and forth and listening and kind of finding the nuances in people's journey and I and so I'm known to like um interrupt people because as people share their stories They rush through them so fast Mm -hmm. because they've done it a hundred times. They've shared it with so many people. So I'll be like, wait, 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 wait. You said that you did this. What really happened? And then that's Mm -hmm. where I find the nuggets is whenever I I interrupt. But that's just my style. And so I've always, in the last 22 episodes, I can say that I've been confident in the talks, right? In the conversations. But I'm always trying to improve. I'm always trying to become a better communicator. I'm always trying to make sure I don't, you know, I talk fast, but I always, I, I'm conscious that I need to be understood. And so I read books, I listen to other auditors. I listen to a few podcasts. I used to listen to a lot more back in the day, mm-hmm. but now they just, I, I feel like they'll manipulate the way that I'm doing mine. Mm. And so I, I listen to a like, like yours. I'll listen to yours because I, I see what you're doing. I want to be supportive. So I'm listening yeah. to a lot of friends now and I'm trying to pave my own way and just try not to get like too, uh, distracted by the way others do podcasts. Cause I need to own the way that I do it. And so that's what I'm trying. That's what I'm trying to do.
1: Hey man. Uh, honestly, when you just said the last part, it gave me a little bit of chills because I, in the maybe last two weeks or so, I was like, you know what I need, this is what I said, you know what I need to do, I need to, <laughs> I need to watch more other people do podcasts so I can see maybe like how to do a podcast type of thing. And yeah. sure, that's not entirely wrong, but I felt like I could have. And now that I'm aware of it, I can be, you know, bringing more attention to it. But it's easily to slip into a place where you're trying to be like another, in this case, host, right? Mm-hmm. You're trying to uh, imitate maybe their personality or their type of uh speed of talk things of that nature but i really like that i really like that because i didn't think about it and i and i was trying to put so much attention and energy into this i thought oh what if i just watch all the top podcasts and then you know kind of do a similar like that but the reality is that you really have to own who you are your character because you are the host of your podcast and the people that you want listening to you are the people who know who you are and who appreciate who you are and not appreciate, you know, that you might be trying to be like someone else.
0: Yeah. And so, okay. So teaching all these years and I've, I've taught, you know, probably over a thousand times I have taught. Okay. And I've written out what I've taught, but here's what I learned. So in the beginning of my, let's say when I used to be a youth pastor, I would listen to a lot of pastors, a lot of youth pastors, and they influenced me. So I had a, I had a hard time, kind of Mm. getting away from the bad habits that I got from other great speakers. So what I started doing is I'm an avid reader. I love reading books, instructional books, biographies and such. But I read them, but there's no voice behind the text. It's Mm. my voice behind the text. And so that's how I'm able to see what's out there, but but not getting influenced with the way that someone communicates. And so it's important to read so you can see how to put sentences and questions and things like that together but if, if you put a voice behind it now you're putting a character behind it and that's going to be a hard thing to separate and so whenever you read the text with your voice and your brain it helps you start developing the way that you communicate
1: yeah i i would have to 1000 you know a percent agree with that and also uh, i'm realizing and i'm sure this is you know essentially obvious if you really think about it you know in retrospect as you're you keep doing this, you really start continuing to develop like who you are it's not like you know yeah of course you are someone you have a certain style when you start um, but essentially you start getting either more comfortable with specific things about yourself and those things start to come out more but you're also you're continuing to develop who you are uh, you're able to learn and be aware of the things that you can mm-hmm. emphasize on Uh, You know, whenever you're you're becoming essentially, you know, in this case, again, a podcast host. Now, for you. Right. You you mentioned that you like to uh, continue learning, trying to better your your communication. What are some ways or some things that you do? You know, you briefly mentioned you like to read. Right. Can you kind of walk us through some things that you do for yourself that you believe are the most impactful and, you know, essentially benefiting you as a person?
0: oh I'll, yeah so I'm all, I listen to a few speakers and when I do they're they're like teachers they're instructors right okay because when you're instruct it's like one way i like I don't try to focus on communication I don't like like two-way conversations I don't take in a lot of those because I think that interferes with the way that I communicate so it's mainly people teaching one way and I think that that helps for me with my cadence and the way I, I just present the felt podcast but the other thing one of the biggest, that I've done that has helped me communicate and understand my voice so that I'm comfortable with it, and that is writing. And so, uh, you know, let's just say I I was talking for 45 minutes, okay, so to to 2,500 words, sometimes 3,000 words, I I would do, I would write exactly what I was saying. So Mm. my writing wasn't different with the way, now it wasn't, probably if I was in an English class, I would fail, but, I'm able to write the way that I communicate. And so for many years, I would have my my iPad or my piece of paper with my dialogue, with what I'm going to say, and I would read it verbatim. And it, and, and so it, I, it would read the same way that I sound. Mm-hmm. And so, so you know I would just suggest if someone's trying to develop their communication skills, write down a, you know, a few questions and read them, the, I mean, write them the way that you're going to say them, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And don't change it. Don't ad lib, don't do anything and then you begin to trust the way that you think and when you do that you don't miss a beat when you talk and when people kind of hesitate sometimes you know from only from experience from what i know is because they're not confident in the way that they write they can't picture the words that they're thinking and the words that they're saying and but i did that so many times and it's definitely been one of the key things that has helped me in, in communicating doing what i do
1: i like how you said um in English class, you would have failed. And I think it's be- yeah, because so essentially what you're talking about is you're talking about writing down whatever it is that you're writing down, but in the exact way that you would say it. Correct. Mm-hmm. Right. Not trying to focus on it being too uh, proper or, you know, using the, you know, whatever, Trying essentially not trying to be a big difference between the way you write and the way you actually speak. Right. Yeah. No, that yeah, makes total and, and- sense.
0: And then like, I study words all the time, okay? And so I love words. And so I'm careful that I only use words that I kn- that I not only know, but mm-hmm. I've seen it used in context. Yeah. And so a lot of people just have words and they're using the wrong context or it's just the wrong flow. And so I also see the way that people present things and the way that they use language. And, and I wanted to add this as a joke, but yeah. I don't think an English teacher could be on a podcast and do what I do. <laughs> but if I wrote a paper for an English teacher, I think she would fail me.
1: Yeah, that's a good point, though. I'd I have to agree with that. So what other things besides, you know, so that was for your communication aspect, right? I mean, I think that's a phenomenal uh, strategy as well for anybody that might be listening. Um, what other things do you do for yourself? Maybe some what, what are some things that you spend time with doing? Uh, what about some of the books? You, you're an avid reader. What about some of the books that really catch your attention? What kind of books?
0: Yeah, well, they're instructional books. Like, for example, let me see what I got here. Look at that. See this one? Excellent way to lead. Mm-hmm. So I've read that. Okay, so stuff like this, I see the way that they're leading and dealing with leadership type things. And it helps me, but I'm going sh- to show you something that's cool. Yeah. So there's books about communication, how to talk, how to give a presentation, how to give a TED talk, all that kind of stuff. And so you see this book right here? Perfect. This book kind of talks to you mm. like how to respond or debate or use the right words to change the subject or bring in your point. So it's books like this that are instructional, but they're real life type things. But I also like biographies. And so mm. I read I read a lot of biographies. And the reason I do that is to understand people's life and the situations they go through. Um, I had talked to a, a pastor once and he was talking to me about teaching, but he was a lot older than me. And he said, Sam, one of the benefits you have is that you still live in a lot of experiences. Mm -hmm. And as you get older, those experiences start going away and it becomes harder to figure out something. You have to go and read them. You have to talk to people. They don't easily come. And so that's also what I do is I talk to a lot of people and they share their stories with me, and I ask them a lot of questions, but it's never like even just asking questions that are just like bugging someone, it's mm-hmm. in a conversation. And that also helps me to be able to do what I do and develop the Failed Podcasts. I understand a lot of situations, a lot of stories from many cultures, many races, different ages, but it's just because I've been afforded that because of the leaders and people of influence that I've had in my life, who have given me their time for me to talk to them and ask them questions. And then in essence, they were like my test subjects, you know, and I can see that I ha- mm. I'm having good conversations with people. They, they seem to be enjoying them. And that just translates really well to what I'm doing here. I think like if me and you were having coffee, if we didn't live eight hours apart, right? <laughs> yeah. um, I think we would have a great conversation, but that just goes because of the way that we are. And so that those are some of the some of the books, you know, I I think I have, I don't know, over 200 books mm. and counting that I have. So I hardly remember the book, but I remember the lessons. I remember the quotes. And so I can go back and open them and read them. And, and But it's all mushed together now. Yeah, of course. And so the way that I am, that's the that's what's come out of everything.
1: Yeah, that's, that's uh, back
0: here. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm listening. I'm listening.
1: Yeah, no, but, and that makes total sense. And. I knew that essentially, if I wanted to become, you know, better. Oh, well, we got me four, which so, is that one. So here's another
0: one. This is Lewis Howell. He's a podcaster. Okay. The School, the School of Greatness. So this is full of stories. So I love stories.
1: Yeah. And he's a good podcaster. I've watched a couple of yeah. his episodes as oh, well. Yeah. So um, I'll definitely be looking into into that book. And I, I'm very interested in the one you you showed to the screen, uh, yeah. phrases and what.
0: I'm gonna put it up for everyone. This would just help you be a better communicator. Yeah, there it is.
1: Perfect phrases for dealing with difficult people. Boom, boom. So if you have some difficult people in your life, which I know some of us do, you know, you'd be a pro at it. You'd be an expert at dealing with those people, so you wouldn't have to worry yeah. about Sometimes it. Sometimes
0: you want to be like, hey, hey, "Hey, just, just be quiet, man. I do not want to talk to you," and that's just not the way. It's just like, yeah. what did you mean? Like, why did you say that? You know, it just helps you create a conversation.
1: Yeah. Uh, the, the, the most impactful book, you know, that I read that helped me really communicate. And honestly, the reason why i even got into it in the first place is because I was into sales. Right. So I'm into sales now still. Um, so I essentially, the biggest thing that you want to be able to know when you sell, or it's, it's really to learn, to have a conversation first to learn as much as you can about the other person to listen as much as you can because that's going to allow you to identify pain points and things to essentially talk about specifically so uh how to win friends and influence people was the one that i read first um that gave me the opportunity as well to use my family members as the test subjects so to speak Yeah, Um, yeah and and i immediately saw the effect and i was like wow there's something here now I was blown away because that was the first real book I ever read. Right. So then I started thinking. the rest rest were like
0: coloring books or
1: yeah. Yeah. yeah, The big pictures and (laughs) no. So, and I started thinking, okay, I'm actually, I learned something from this book. Yeah. So then I thought to myself, what else can I learn from other books? Right. So then that's why I got into reading is because the reality it is. Books are, are, you know, people's experiences who have already accomplished success or have real knowledge to give, things that work for the most part. And that's what I've decided to do that I've been able to do at least until now, amongst other things, that if I wanted to become better, to learn to speak better, uh, read better, obviously just to read more valuable books.
0: Yeah, man. I, it's so hard. Like they, I don't know why they say this. I just recently heard it. They say- public speaking is one of the biggest fears that people face yeah right and i don't think that i think it's misunderstood i don't think it's the standing in front of the mic and talking with people because in essence people like attention like who who, you know most people would love to be on the mic and they probably picture themselves as a speaker who's amazing i think it's the confidence i think it's the way that your mind understands words and the way that you communicate and if that isn't at a very high level that fear is there and then and the, and as you develop it i believe it starts going away but anyways it's just something that, that when people say it i'm like wait a minute are you think are you really thinking about what you say because if someone has something to say i don't see why they would be fearful
1: yeah and i think uh i think majority of everything that or how people Go about their lives, right? It would go about their lives, the way they handle a lot of situations, the thing, the risk that they're willing to take. I think it all really does, for the most part, boil it down to confidence, right? Mm-hmm. Like for me, when I, you know, being in sales helped me, I think the biggest thing that sales has helped me do was really get used to re- con- like constant rejection, right? Mm-hmm. The constant oh, yeah. no, the constant get away, the constant stop doing this, stop doing that, you know, the, you know, being cussed out. Like, I'm at a point now. Dude, what are
0: you selling? Are you getting <laughs> cussed out? I'm joking. I, well, get I Rejection. That's yeah, exactly yeah.
1: But honestly, it doesn't really matter at any point when you sell anything. You're always going to find <laughs> those people, right, who, who are just not interested. And I'm at a point now that, well, now when I speak to people, I expect to get rejected. Like, I literally... Mm. Be, I expect to get rejected and i know that once i do it's on to the next one like it's on i have emotionally stopped being affected by essentially any rejection at this point so far it's a powerful thing. It's a yeah powerful thing. very powerful and i say that because i've experienced myself when i've been emotionally attached to the nose to the no you're not good enough to the oh you you know this and that and i used to just crawl back into my shell at that point the earlier version of myself but now you know i'm able to take those things on the chin a lot better i'm able to essentially if those uh rebuttals or those comments come with value now i'm aware of that value and i can take that in and okay now what can i do to be a better version now of myself in the future
0: yeah dude it's like whenever i as i've been podcasting the the I used to, you know, I would invite some friends because I need some, someone to come on and they would tell me no. And that mm-hmm. those rejections were hard because I'm just like, bro, if you ask me to help you move, I would come through. I was yeah. asking you to come and they didn't come through, but I got over that. I said yeah. to myself, I said, it's all good. It's I go, I'm gonna ask my friends once. And, and if they say no, I'm over it. Like, I'm not gonna allow that rejection uh, to settle and, and create any negativity. I'm like, it's fine. Either way, this is bigger then then both of us and i just gotta clock in i gotta keep going and not get discouraged but but boy they hurt man when those closest to you when they reject you it, it just hits a little bit different and so i commend you for being good at rejection
1: yeah no and uh, and on the other side of that i have to mention here publicly and i have on uh other um episodes of my podcast i've been very fortunate okay growing up I've had a ridiculously amazing support system, right, mm-hmm. from uh, my parents all the way to essentially my co- my cousins, right? Like, we, I don't know how I've been so lucky to be so close to, like, both my dad's side and my mom's side's, like, cousins, right? So, you know, the last three episodes I did...
0: That's a superpower, by the way. What is that? It means <laughs> having that much support. Yeah, it really <laughs> is. A- I'm the opposite and, by the way. I've had yeah. minimal support. Yeah. And and and
1: and by the way before I mention what I said, hey, me and I I, I uh, you got my support 1000%. I know that, you know, we were supposed it. to do the podcast like what, 3 weeks ago,
0: but then That's it's okay, like man. It's Okay, man. Yeah. I've been wa- I've been watching you since, so <laughs> yeah. it's all. prepare me for today.
1: Yeah, so I made sure I was like, you know what? I know I told him that we are going to do it, so I got to show him proof that I've actually been busy and I have been, you know, but um and then I and that's whenever I get into that funk and I realize, OK, this is where I'm at. Um, I actually feel like I had, you know, the free time. So I was like, boom, this is the time I'm going to reach out to Sam. I was like, we got to do this because if it doesn't happen today, I'm afraid that it won't happen for another long time. Does that make sense oh,
0: yeah. now?
1: And, and that's why I say that, because I know some people don't have that support system. You know, and I've been very fortunate. And that's a that's a transparency that I try to bring to my podcast. It's like I don't want to, you know, give off the impression that I had this ridiculously like tough upbringing or that it's it's even harder than what it may already be because I didn't have a support system. I did. And I've been very fortunate to to have that. And I like to bring that up because it makes me feel and. Uh, you know, have more compassion towards the people who don't, because it's already difficult with support. I can't imagine how much more difficult it can be, you know, not having like a solid support system.
0: Yeah. And I, you know, it's, it's tough because I've struggled with having support from those closest to me, but it, it just doesn't land anywhere. Like I've just learned to work past it and in success and the journey, especially of being a creative, the support at the end of the day that matters the most is the strangers because the strangers, are like I don't have 10 million family members and friends. They're not gonna make what I want the podcast to be. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're gonna give me 10 listens. If I'm expecting 10 million one day or whatever, then I gotta be bigger than those that don't support me. And at the end of the day, they shall see, as ugly as that sounds, they shall see. But I find my strength through my gifts and talents, and like with you, man, like telling me, like, dude, I, you know, you got my support. I have other uh, fellow podcasters who have shown me some love, and I'm learning. I'm seeing this other community, and they're yeah. rooting for me. I'm rooting for them, and that works. And I, that's what I'm rolling with now.
1: Yeah, and you're right. And uh, oh, you know- and I
0: gotta say this before I get it, before I go and end up in the doghouse. And my wife, okay, she's very, 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 very that say that five times yeah supportive <laughs> she's my number one fan she allows me to buy and rent this space and yeah. do what i do so thank you so much to my
1: wife oh man that's awesome i know that again you know i i have that current support as well from my fiance you know um you know even in the time of where you know we're about to have a baby in two months you know we're scrambling for some things but i told her she knows from the moment i started you know we we're together for i think what uh, six and a half going on seven uh you know years together so she knows that when i started this podcast it was important to me she's also seen the work you know that i've been putting in so now when i mentioned to her hey i'm getting this or you know this i have to make time for this person because she's like yeah no problem now i want to say one thing you know from that specifically i've realized i have realized over the time that you can cry. no, 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 <laughs> no. Oh, it's not like it. No, was that coming. that's a rule. No crying. No, okay. okay, no. Uh, I realized over the time that when when I first started here, and I was not asking, you know, for people to come on, but what I'm realizing is, when people see you be consistent with something, when people really see that you care about something that you're trying to build or you're trying to do, their support comes a little not easier, but they tend to feel better about supporting you. Now, I say this because of this. I realized that the more, uh, in this case, content I've put out, um, you know, videos I've been able to upload, things that I've been able to share, people are coming out and supporting, saying nice things, sharing my stuff. And when I was very inconsistent, there, was, there wasn't much of that. And I understand now. And I truly understand now because I'm also on that side of it when I see people do things as well. I'm a very big supporter of small businesses or people that are just starting their entrepreneurial journeys. I'm one of the first to support however I can. Now, what I am doing, though, I'm not judging you. I understand life gets in the way. I understand doubts and fears make people stop for a very long time. But what I am doing is I'm making sure that you actually care about what you're doing enough to make me also care about what you're doing. And it's like, if you don't care, or you're so inconsistent, mm-hmm. you know, so what is the reason that anybody else should care?
0: That's true. I love it. You know what That's I mean? Truth, yeah, people hate that. Well, I'm like, well, how am I going to yeah. invest in you if you're not investing in yourself, man? I yeah. Feel
1: it. And, gonna- and 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 it all comes down to you know it, it, just to share, you know, just to share, just to like. And we, we spoke about it briefly, you know, over over Instagram. You know, whenever I release the shirts. You know, I was able to get that immediate support and was able to get rid of the shirts, you know, in almost you know 24 hours. Yeah. And I think it's also because of the work that I put in prior. Right. Uh, people see that. OK, well, he's coming out with shirts now. He's done so many videos. Um, I'd love to support because it looks like in the current state that he's in, that he really cares about what he's doing and that he's going to continue to care. So I want to continue to care with him and support with whatever he got.
0: That's great, man.
1: Yeah. So if. If you're out there, right, and 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 you know you want to start something, you have to understand at some point you have to earn people's trust moving forward for them to essentially be able to feel good. You want the people that support you to feel good, man. Starting it, it ain't enough. Yeah, no, 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 no. There no, you no. go.
0: Let me let me give this yes. humble pie out. Thank you. Starting is not enough. A million yeah. people have started a podcast. Five to ten, in they fell. They are out. It is hard to get anything going, and it's the long game for anything. Yeah. Consistency, dude. I don't care if you grow a dollar at a time. If you're consistent, that adds up. So,
1: yeah, and 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 you know, I don't want to just kind of uh, bring it to, under the the podcasting microscope, um, but it, it's with anything. I know that I have a yeah. friend that I, I work with here uh, locally who we started a. Uh, Uh, personal training uh, soccer training you know soccer technical training business and we literally started it uh in a park full of dirt with one kid right Mm -hmm. and you know i was with him for i know maybe three or four years up until like two months ago Mm -hmm. but and i and i see him and i have other friends who are doing similar work and i see them and they're putting in the work like day in and day out they're and now and i and I'm able to say this personally because it's maybe 10 minutes from here, from where I live, you know, he has a business, you know, he, he has yeah. grown that business, the attention and the support he gets from the community is it's, it's not a coincidence is what I'm trying to say. It's like the more energy yeah. you put in, like the more love you put in, the more effort you put in, like the more you're going to get out of it.
0: it. And it's crazy because, you know, I see, I see your podcast. And obviously I know my podcast, and as long as we show up yeah okay this is for everyone yeah, we're yeah. going to get better because yeah. there's everyone i want to be the best i want to be the best why well, do you just get better because mm-hmm. you keep doing it like that's yeah. that's just as valuable and it's more realistic don't worry about being the best just worry about being better because you keep showing up
1: one thing that i do want to say and sam just so you know um i'm going to do my very best to keep this around the 60 minute mark, because I feel like that's where my audience essentially uh, enjoys it the most for in regards to engagement. So we got about five minutes. Um, Kind of going off a little bit about what you just said, you know, don't worry about being the best. Just worry about being better. It's like one thing you also have to do in your journey of becoming better is whenever we ask for things or we pray for things or however you go about attracting the things that you, you you want in this universe, you have to make sure that you're you know, you're becoming better to actually receive those blessings, right? You have to become the person to receive those blessings because if you receive those blessings, right? If you ask for something, but you're not the version of yourself that you need to be to actually receive those things, then that's the worst case scenario, right? Don't don't give me
0: 50 million right now, boy. I I would lose it in a month. But I'm gonna have a whole bunch of cars. <laughs> hey, I appreciate you saying but that because I, I know what you're talking
1: about. That because that's exactly whenever I, I came across that, and I thought about it. I was like, hmm, how many times you know, just in, in passing or whatever, have we thought about having a ton of money or or being rich? And the reality is, and I had a conversation with my friend honestly over a year ago about this. He was like, man, if you give me uh, like two million dollars, dude, oh, that's it. That's all I need. I was like, you know what? I have, I have. A huge suspicion that if you actually received $200 along with myself, I include myself in this conversation, I think we would blow it. I think we'd blow yeah. it in a, in a year,
0: maybe, maybe less. I, I have a guy, he, he was it was Joe. He came up, he's on the podcast. You can look him up on my page. Mm-hmm. That dude came out and he shares all this. He came out of jail and he had, I don't know how many, like a hundred and something thousand dollars waiting for him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, and I blew it, man. And he blew it like that was supposed to set him up but but like his mindset today would have handled it better because now he I'm does saying. like internet stuff and things like that he would know where to put that money but he blew that money
1: and that's you what know, most of us
0: would most of us would and, have and the wrong idea
1: yeah you have the wrong idea and i know that most of us i'm not saying everybody maybe there's some people out there that are ready for it but i say that because you have to make sure that you're the correct version of yourself to actually receive those things mm that you've been asking for for so long. Yeah, yeah man, I, I love it.
0: Long how to handle $100 before you start asking yes. for 100000 or a million. Like, how easily do you blow that hundred? Think about it. Like, I will buy me some shoes, you know what I mean? And not buy Pampers. Yeah, I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> no, I no, am joking. That. But I'm don't saying that. like, that's, some re- that's a reality yeah. for some people. And that means you're not ready for more. Get yeah. the Pampers, man. Exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah, man. So that's, and I kind of wanted to, you know, uh, you know, wrap it up with that. Um, But yeah, Sam, you know, tell us a little bit about where, you know, first of all, before we get to that point, I want to honestly thank you so much. Like, you know, I I say this to everybody and I say in a very similar way, but the genuineness of the way I say it is so like bottom of my heart. Like, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. This is episode 31 for me. And I know we're essentially, you know, very close in episodes together. And it's so cool. It really is cool for me to find someone who's podcasting and we're in a similar stage, you've been doing it way longer than me. And I know that you you're so much more experienced than me. And the quality of how you communicate is very admirable. It's, it's something to aspire to. And I like that. And, but I, I, I enjoy speaking to a fellow podcaster. You're the first fellow podcaster to come on to my podcast and being able to hear your stories, relate to it a bit, uh, you know, makes me feel good. So thank you so much for coming on.
0: No hey, I appreciate you for the invite. I've enjoyed today, man. It's been fun. Um, you know, like I said over here I'm way over here in Fort Worth, but you got my support. I'm watching you from a distance. I'm watching everything you do. You will be on the Feld podcast and so I, I want to have you on. I want to learn more about your journey, how you grew up and, you know, just kind of dig in deep on yeah. who you are and the the, the good. Giga- Jigga man, what's it? Jigga drain. Jigga dream <laughs> You know, figure out the, the backstory in that. But no, I'm appreciative, man. And if anyone's looking for the Feld podcast, I'm sure you can add the, the stuff in the description below. Um, but that's, well, let me see. There you go. That's me. Looking oh. so funny. Look, it's so, our heads are almost oh, the same size. That is true. <laughs> and then let's, I don't even know if this will work, but y'all try it. That's we can try it. And you can find me on all the platforms. So yeah, it's easy, the Feld podcast.
1: Cool. Yeah, man. And I'll definitely be putting that, uh, you know, that in the description for the fail podcast, your Instagram. Um, also you have it on YouTube as well. Yeah. You have it on, um, Spotify, all the platforms. And all the platforms. So guys, yeah. there is no excuse. Right now, if you're you're not a fan of YouTube, boom, you got the other platforms. If you like, if you don't like the other platforms and you prefer YouTube, boom, my man's on YouTube. Please, for my listeners, whoever's listening to this podcast, go and follow Sam at the Felt Podcast. Um, I would extremely appreciate it. Whoever's in my community, the uh, good guy, very very good messages in his podcast. And uh, I think he's, you know, on his way to definitely make a positive impact moving forward. And I know that you guys will enjoy his podcast.
0: And I'm going to drop in my description all of your info because I want all my people to follow your podcast and, and see what you're doing. And so, you know, just to watch your journey, man, as you keep getting better and better. And so thank you. Tell me where you're from. What? Yeah,
1: currently I am. an. In-